I, I was planning on kind of asking you about, you know, Votto, when you look at his numbers, his, his turnovers, they've, they've kind of consistently gone down throughout his career, but this season, you know, he's not turning it over very much. His assist turnover ratios better. Um, steals are up. I mean, is, is he doing, I guess, more of the things you'd ask for from more of a true point guard or a pure point guard where he's been kind of a combo undersized too for a lot of his career? Yeah, I mean, Vado is extremely intelligent. And um, one thing that's, that's been difficult for him and for us this year is is for him and his health. I mean, he he missed our first scrimmages this year. He missed, you know, multiple weeks of our preseason training. Um, he got sick. And, you know, when and, and he's had some ups and downs just with some injuries and health stuff. But when he's been healthy, I mean, he's played at a high level. And, you know, obviously we need him to play that way, but his, um, <clears throat> we trust the ball in his hands. He, he, he makes good decisions. Um, I, you know, I know some teams, you know, kind of target him to take him out of the game. And in and, and those games, you know, he might have to pass more or do different types of things. And, and um, you, you know, always trust, I always trust his intelligence. And because, uh, because he is, a, he is a smart player. He, he, He's been through a lot of basketball, and I, and I trust his decision making. Thank you. I know what he queued up, so I'm going to put Noah on the spot and have Noah go next. Sounds good. Yeah, you know, you've talked about in the past, um, you know, just being excited to be able to play other schools in Virginia and things like that, and wanting to play more. But you know, you've got ODU now in the same conference. Um, you know, how exciting is it to to kick off that you know conference? I guess rivalry with them rather than just having it, you know, as a non-conference the past few years. Yeah. You know, as a historian of the CAA, of playing in that league and coaching in that league for a couple of years, um, I understand that the robbery of, of, of James Madison against Old Dominion of, of James Madison against Richmond and VCU and, and, and George Mason. And, and, you know, I know it gets the attention of our fans and it gets attention of their fans. It's, um, you know, it, it was a, you know, a game that didn't always take place um, when, when teams were in different leagues and went separate ways. But 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 now it's going to be something that happens at least twice a year. And, you know, Jeff Jones did a great job there. We were able to play a non-conference there last year. And, you know, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of exciting battles and, and, and memorable games. And um, I don't know if it's the same level of a robbery that that maybe it was <laughs> during the CAA days. But um, a lot of times, all it takes is a couple games to get there. Um, you know, teams have been in different parts and done different things. But um, you know, it is a it is a Virginia team and a team that's um, you know well coached and had good players and a great reputation. So you know, we we look forward to games like this that are kind of just you know highly attended games. Uh, I'm sure they're probably going to have well over five thousand at that game and maybe even more. And it'll be a fun basketball environment, fun game for both teams. Yeah, and you've kind of you've been around the Sun Belt for for a little while, so you kind of you know it. But um, you know, with the four new teams that came into the, the league this year, they all kind of took the top of the attendance. And ODU, I think, leads it. And even though they're kind of in the middle of the pack, you know, what does that say about it? Just having JMU and ODU just being at the top of the attendance, and you know, going off of that. Well, it, it's it's great for the schools, and you know, obviously, you know, our guys want to play in front of fans and have a home court advantage, um, just like anybody else in the league, and. You know, the, the two others in the league that we played, we already played at. We played at Southern Miss and we played at Marshall. And those are tremendous home court advantages. 
um, older gyms that are that are loud and, and they got great fans and, and 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 those are difficult. So the four teams came in the league. It, I think, what it shows is basketball is important at those schools, and you know that's what the that's what the Sun Belt wanted. I know they wanted you know a majority of um, you know the the football part of it and, and and the things that come with football, but you know I think they're seeing you know the attention that the basketball can get and what they've added in basketball too. And the last thing I had for me was what kind of sticks out to you about ODU when you look at them on film? The same thing Jeff Jones teams always are. I mean, they are extremely physical. Like, um, you know, if if not the most physical team, one, one right there at the top of the list. I'm extremely physical, very good defensive team. Uh, I think they're playing um, a lot better than they were. They moved uh, Chauncey Jenkins to point guard, and I think he's kind of changed their team around. Um but they're playing good basketball. They had two great row wins. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to playing some bad defensive teams in the league. But I looked up a stat last night, late at night, and I think there's eight teams in our league that are top 100 in, in like, field goal percentage defense and scoring defense in the country. And so it's like every single night you're you're battling these great defensive teams. And, and um, you know, truthfully, that's a different than, than the CAA. You know, the CAA, you know, d- different types of players, different types of things. But the defense in this league is really good, and it's even better than when I left it. I mean, there was some good defensive teams when um, my previous stint, but um, there are there some teams playing a high-level defense, and there's a lot of them in this league, and they're one of them. All right, next we'll go to Grant Johnson from the Breeze. All right, hey, Coach. I was going to ask about ODU, but it seems like Noah's kind of fit that. So, you know, as conference play rolls on, you've talked a lot about this year about like finding roles with different guys and everything like that. And, you know, so many different games here, you've had different leading scores, multiple players scoring in double digits. Are you getting the sense kind of going on conference play that it's maybe difficult for teams defending you guys to key in on one guy and, you know, that you guys have so many options if maybe a team's trying to emphasize, you know, guarding Vado or, you know, Mezzi or whoever? Well, I think what's been good for us is, you know, we don't, need one guy to play great offensively to win. And, um, you know, I know everybody looks at our offense, but, but for me, it's simple. When our defense is good, we win. And, you know, we, um, our, our last two road games, when we, when we were down there in the, in the, the previous two at Troy and Southern Miss, we gave up a lot of points and our offense was, was pretty good, both those games, but we, we, we won against Troy in a close overtime game. And, um, we lost against Southern Miss and we and we scored. And so it, it, as much as you kind of want to look around and, and I know it's like, all right, how many points per game somebody's scoring? To me, the key to our team is how well we're playing defensively. And I thought we had two good defensive performances um, this past week and our defense has been better at home. Um, so so that's going to be a big thing for us with these four straight games on the road is how well our defense plays. And, you know, you need to make shots, you need to score. But even if it's not there, I want to give ourselves a chance to win, and that's going to be with our defense. And, um, you know, an, another another few games with Alonzo Sule missing action. Do you have a timetable on, um, you know, Alonzo's return if he's going to come back this year? Yeah, I mean, we don't know. Um, it, the The good thing is he's progressing very quickly. And, and you know, we've decided that, you know, at one point we were deciding whether he was going to rehab or have surgery depending on how his rehab was going. And we're rolling out surgery right now. So um, he's full throttle and, and going full full speed ahead on, on his rehab and, and making you know fast progression. And 
um, you know, we're hopefully we'll come, we'll get him back. You know, I don't know how soon and, um, you know, I may just kind of see what he looks like today and, and how soon and, and, and see when get him back. We, we've definitely missed him. Uh, I know we've won some games, but um, we're not, we're not as good without him um, as, as a coach and, and knowing we got ahead. We definitely need him. Thank you. Right, we'll go over to Dave Rickert. Coach, talk about Mezzi a little bit. Is he kind of what you thought you were getting out of Mezzi? Um, just being able to guard one through five and, and be able to shoot the three and play inside. Talk, talk about what you've got from him. Is it what you expected? It actually is what I expected. Um, you know, we did a lot of research and, and, and talked to as many people as possible. And we probably talked to 10 to 20 people that even know him off the floor um, uh, as well as on the court. And, you know, like different team, different teams in his league last year, we talked to them and they thought he's one of the best defensive players in the league. And, you know, they talked about potential defensive player of the year in the league and in, in, in his previous conference and, and um, character wise and, and game wise and, and everything else. Um, he, he's actually been, been as, as people have told us and, and as delivered um, in character is it, it, high rate characters. You can, and a versatile player. And, you know, we, we saw some, you saw that in last game, you know, from making threes to post moves to guard different guys. And and that's kind of his value is that he can move all around the court and impact the game in different ways. Do you feel like you've kind of tightened your rotation down a little bit? You're playing six guys quite a few minutes the last couple of games. Do you feel like that will continue? Is that the best route for you guys moving forward or will that change, do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm always kind of seeing how practice goes and and, and seeing availability and, and seeing health and and what guys are looking like, sometimes what a game needs um, as well. So um, it, it was a little more narrow, um, you know, the, the especially this past weekend or the past weekend's games. But um, I'm not sitting there saying that's how we're going to be going forward um, because, you know, I, I think things change quickly. And, you know, we got some other guys that like to get more minutes. And, um, you know, that that's a challenge sometimes. But if other guys are playing really well, that's just kind of what it's got to be. It, it's got to be accepted because uh, some other guys are, are are playing good basketball. And we got a quick follow-up from Grant Johnson on one. Yeah, you know, real quick. So, you know, Coach, two of the last four games, you guys have been able to get to the free throw line over 30 times. Is, is this is like getting to the line something you can emphasize with guys in practice? And is, has that been an emphasis? Yeah, it's a major emphasis for our team, and um, it's it, it matches you know our skill set and, and it kind of our mentality and some things that we do with spacing and try to create opportunities and and um, you know we got some guys that are, are naturally going to attack and um, you know when we don't get there you know our offense does suffer and but um, you know we're 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 going to be very aggressive and and, and we're trying to. Um, you know, attack the realm and then do different things that, that, you know, hopefully, you know, it's called and, and we're going to keep doing that because I, I think certain guys on our team do it, do it really well. And some of these games that are low scoring or, or whatever else you need all the points you can get. And, and hopefully, you know, we get some of them at the free throw line. Uh, one more to Dave Rigard. And on the flip side of that, you only allowed your opponents last week to shoot 11 total free throws. Is, is that something too, that you've, Stressed your guys play good defense without fouling, so you're not giving up the free baskets. It, it definitely is, and um, and it, it's also the type of fouls that you don't want to give up. 
I mean, there are certain things around the realm and, and certain things that you want to challenge that, you know, we, we might foul. Um, but then at the same time, there, there are certain areas on the court and certain things against certain, you know, players. A big emphasis for us last game was not to foul a jump shooter. And you know, they had really good three-point shooters. And I watched a number of games of teams going and playing against them, and they would get, you know, six or nine points sometimes in a game from getting fouled while shooting jump shots. So um, it was an emphasis in our scouting reports and in our in our team breakdown, our defensive breakdown. So, um, you know, we're, we're trying to. And I always remember the old adage when – and I don't know how long it lasted, but I was like every single year when Coach K was at Duke – where um, they took more free throws or they made more free throws, all right, than, than their opponents took. And, you know, it's a, it's a big way to sway the game. And, and, and you know, our mentality kind of matches that. But we got to do right on defense and not fouling. But on an offense, we've got to be able to draw fouls. And last question to Noah Fleischman. Yeah, do you kind of like – Kind of where the team is at right now with with back to back wins before you have four on the road and then close with four and all. Yeah, this is challenging coming up, and um, we know it. We we know we got to be different, and you know we put ourselves in a position by winning four out of five to to, to hopefully make a run. But um, these next four are going to be extremely difficult, and we've had some good performances on the road. So it's not like this team hasn't done it. So we're going to have to use that experience, but. We know there's some difficult challenges, you know, starting this week, Old Dominion, App State, and then we go the following week with, with Georgia, you know, start, you know, we start playing teams the second time, gets really tough for both teams. And um, we know it's difficult. We're going to embrace it. And we kind of got to get to those last four games at home and hopefully be in a good position, which which means, you know, we, we did something here in these next four on the road.